is very good afternoon. It's Niall Boyd and with you for the next hour or so. Don't forget, by the way, if you want to text or WhatsApp at any stage, you can. It's 085-100-2255. That's 085-100-2255. Got a very interesting email from somebody. I'm going to read it out to you here. Hi, Niall. My nine-year-old son came home from school yesterday and he was distraught when I asked what was wrong. He told me his teacher was talking about God and religion and that mummies and daddies get married. Myself and my wife are not married and lived together for the last 20 years and we have no intention of getting married. But this was an awful thing to say to my poor child. In the past, we were talking to him about sex and relationships and again seemed agitated because constantly in the schools, it's mammy and daddy when it comes to religion. We are not a religious family and God doesn't get a look in in our house. But my son has been exposed to this fairy tale constantly. It's easy to suggest move schools, but we can't really because we're in a small town and there is only a Catholic school. The nearest educate together school is away, about an hour away in another town. I thought we were going to get rid of this religion out of schools eventually. All it does is promote bigotry, homophobia, transphobia and everything else. I was at a parent-teacher meeting recently and the teacher even suggested uh, that they were concerned about the new sex education for primary schools next year. And she said it goes way too far. What is wrong with these people, Niall? As my son knows all about sex and he's only five, he's not sheltered from reality like these religious nutcases. Can you please bring it up on your show? So that's the question today. I want you to text 85 That's 85 And let me know what you think. Do you think religion should be moved from schools or removed from schools altogether? Do you think religion should be removed from schools? All right, let's go to our first caller. Morris, hi, how are you? Yes, Grandma, I'd like to make a few points on the existence and um, like It's fair enough for these people to say, right, I don't, I don't want my family exposed to it. But these people, they didn't uh, build those schools. They didn't pay for those schools. Those schools weren't just built by people who believe in uh, in those particular schools, their their ethos, and you know, there's a lot of people coming into the country, for instance, who say, "Oh, I believe this or whatever." But that's fair. Your, fo- your phone is kind of breaking up there, Morris. If you could move your head slightly or something like that, I don't know. It's just breaking up very badly. But you're saying, of course, the schools are built by the Catholic Church. Yeah, go on. Yes, so like, like for instance, the, the land that they're built on, a lot of the time, was, let's say, was given by a particular person. He could have been a bachelor or whatever. And the people in that community who believed in that ethos put together money, let's say, going decades prior. And the school was built, and let's say, during the previous decades, maybe an extension was built. But like people use the argument, oh, it's taxpayers' money. Well, those people were taxpayers. Unless you're deciding that they didn't... Well, I, I know, but times times change. You know what I mean? Like, you know, government buildings change and they're paid for by taxpayers. You know, everything changes and it's paid for by taxpayers. And, you know, and yes, the schools were built, but they are, were, were, I suppose, originated with the Catholic Church. They were the ones who started to educate our children first. And well done, that's great. But we've moved on. That's all changed now. You know, most schools yeah, are now like, all funded by the state. They're not funded by the church anymore. Yeah, but who, who, who is it? Yeah, but I'll get to my point again now. Who is the state? If, if that's the case, then the Catholic Church should then, um, and they shouldn't be forced to do it. They should be. They should decide. Right, we'll sell certain schools to the state, and also the. Well, that's not the, a bad idea. That's it. Well, whatever, whatever about, I don't believe they have to sell them, by the way. I think because the state has been funding them for so long, I think they owe the state. I mean, Morris, there's three thousand two hundred primary schools, I think, in Ireland. Um, you know, national schools in Ireland. Even if half of those weren't Catholic, it would be a fairer system. 
But it's not. It's the vast majority. You know, 93% of schools are religious schools. That's a bit unfair on people who are not religious. And according to statistics, about 50% of the population don't practice religion. Yeah, but it's, it's, not, it's not fair on people like me, for instance, to fund uh, schools that teach an ideology, the new state religion of wokeism, that Paul Murphy and people before Prophet Sinn Féin want to bring in. Well, I, well, I don't, so, I don't I agree with that either, by the way. Can, can I just point out? I don't agree with teaching children there's 900 million genders or whatever it happens to be either. But equally, when you, when, you, when you talk about, you know, teaching people, you know, this kind of narrative or whatever it is, or theology about, you know, wokeism, as you call it. I mean, realistically, for those who don't believe in God, you're teaching them a fairy tale. Well, whatever, you can make those arguments. But all I'm saying is look at the statistics in relation to the incarceration rates in the 1950s like, and 60s. There was talk at those times of possibly, of possibly closing a lot of the jails. There was... At one point, it was less than 800 people incarcerated. Um, people, and you could look at, you know, and look at us now. We have probably over 5,000 people incarcerated. With a much smaller, Morris, with a much smaller population. If maybe half population. So let's say if you're talking about let's say 600 now. That's still just over a fifth yeah. of the current population. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. By the way, I'm not disagreeing that I believe that the morals of society have uh, certainly gone down into the gutter when it comes to a lot of people, and there is more crimes committed. There's no doubt about that. But that. I, but do you, do you put that? Do you put that down to religion? I would, but also in relation to certain religions, for instance, you have far left, then they'd give it, they'd, because of a certain individual priest. They'd, they 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 quote everyone, whether it be a priest or someone in the Christian brother, mm. the same as certain individuals. But for instance, when you talk about Islam, for instance, they never committed anything. If you look at read the Quran, you read all those books, the Hadith and everything. You know, if you try to make up a religion and go to a publisher with it, you know, it's it should be on the same par as Mein Kampf and like that. Yeah, but I mean, but yeah, but if you look at the first or the Old Testament of the Bible. It's equally as bad. It depends on your interpretation. There are many Muslims who don't interpret the Quran the way, you know, individuals out there would well, like to, to, to interpret well, it. You can say the same thing about the, the Bible. If you go to the Old Testament and interpret that, she'd be sentenced to death, you know, just for having fish no, on a Friday. No, but, yeah, but if you're, like, if you look at the life of the Muhammad, for instance, he, he, he was, he believed in sex slaves. He believed... That was quite in, common, by the way, in those days. In that part of the world, of the, it was quite common, and it still is, by the way, in certain parts of the world. In certain parts of the world, it's okay to marry a twelve-year-old. What, what, what I'm saying is that, that they, they're cultural things. But but I mean, look look at the Old Testament of the Bible, Morris. Look at the nonsense that's in that. It's okay to rape a virgin as long as you give her father fifty shekels. Stop. You know what I mean? All I'm saying and marry her. All I'm saying is that the people who so are don't don't here, start coming on and saying, "Oh, the Quran is this, the Quran is that." The Bible is equally as bad if you depending on how you interpret it. Yeah, but there's people who believe in that. Come into this yeah, there are people who believe. There are people who believe in the first testament of the Bible as well. Yeah, but I don't see people. They're extremists. They're extremists, Morris. There's extremists in all religions. The vast majority of Muslims, for example, don't interpret the Quran the way you're talking about it. The vast majority of Christians don't interpret the Bible, you know, like the, the, well, the Old Testament. Well, do you know the fact Benjamin Chowdhury, for instance? There's numerous uh, yeah, like Don't be pointing out individuals. Yes, he's a nut job. You know what I mean? But don't be talking about individuals. I interviewed him many, many years ago, by the way. Mara, stay with me for a second. Uh, let me just go to Jackie. Jackie, hi, how are you doing? 
Look at him, mighty. And, and, and firstly, I have to congratulate Mal- Maliki and, and all the organizers and stewards for yesterday's uh, protest. I just have to get that in. Yeah, whether I you agree with it or not, it was a peaceful protest. That's all that matters, isn't it? It was, it was, it was brilliant. And now from what I could see online, because it was working, so unfortunately I couldn't be there. But, I mean, I, I thought it was incredible. The atmosphere that came across on some of the videos I saw was amazing. And and uh, and the way people conducted themselves and everything, I thought it was brilliant. And mm. and I I'm disgusted, absolutely disgusted at the lack of of media coverage. They, I was kind of going through various shows and stuff like that. It's it's incredible, you know. One of the the biggest protest and yet not covered by RTE News Talk. Well, RTE did give it about uh, RTE gave it about ten seconds uh, last yeah. night, and 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 the ten seconds showed the point where they were passing by the guards and the other protest, and there was a bit of shouting going on. So I'm assuming they picked that ten seconds and not say 100%. any of the twenty minutes outside the customs house where people were quite peaceful, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know what anyway. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, okay. sorry, sorry. Getting anyway, back to religion okay. and schools, Jackie. I mean, should religion be taken out of schools? Yeah. No. Here, it's, it's quite interesting because I asked my 17-year-old this and um, his take on it was uh, religion should be left in school because they, they look at, at all types of religion. They, they kind of, you know, go through like what's Catholic, Muslim, you know, and they, they so they look at a, a range of religions. So, um I think that, yeah, definitely, I would agree with him. And the other thing, what he was saying is that, you know, where they discuss the Holocaust and that, but they don't discuss the the the, the home, the tomb, the baby, mm-hmm. what? Mother yeah, baby homes, yeah. Baby homes and that. That's not discussed, which it should be. Like, is that, is that not part of Irish history now? And they, no, no, I don't know. I obviously don't go to school, so yeah, I wouldn't know. They're, You'd they're imagine it would to, be. But. They're trying to erase history they're trying to get history out of the curriculum as well uh, so the, well, history, know, well, history, I, I mean history does change i accept that jackie you know that the things that i learned in history you know are probably a little bit too old for kids to be learning now and there's a lot of stuff that happened in the last 40 years which has now become part of history that i'm assuming they teach children about now like 9 11 and the gulf war and all those kind of things that weren't in history yeah. when i was a kid yeah but again if we if we have to kind of go forward, you have to look back and learn what went wrong in the past Absolutely. to go forward. Yeah, yeah. So, like religion, the, I mean, the amount of atrocities and 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 wrongdoings that were done in the name of God or I couldn't, whatever. Couldn't religion. agree with you more. Yeah, and in, in every religion, you know. So it's not. But then you have to look and say, well, equally, there's been so much good done by the Catholic Church. You know, be it Christians, be it Muslims, be it whatever. You know, so th- there is good and bad, and I I think it's important for students to learn that. But the other problem here is why should we pander to a minority of people, maybe that are coming into this country, going, oh no, I, I don't want to, I don't want my child to learn that, uh, you know, because they're after coming into the country. But likewise, if our children went to their country, they would not be, they would not be listened to. And, I mean, he, say, he says so in his email, Jackie, all it does, religion, that the father says, all it does is promote bigotry, homophobia, and transphobia, 
and he was at a parent-teacher meeting recently and the teacher even suggested they were concerned about the new sex education in primary schools. And he said, what's wrong with these people? Because my son knows all about sex. He doesn't leave a sheltered life. He's living in reality, not like these religious nuts. But there, you, you, you said there that uh, their five-year-old knows all about sex. Yeah, now, that's a bit concerning. And when I honest. heard that, yeah. I cringed. I absolutely But there are trained. people out there who do that, you know, who teach their five year like you know, when my kids were five, you know, babies came from stalks. You know, the, the stalks would fly through the air and deliver the baby to the chimney. That's as far as they know. When they got to about seven or eight, it came out of mammy's belly. That's about as much as they were allowed to know. It's only when they get to, you know, eleven or twelve, I suppose you start talking to them about the real birds and bees. Yeah. It it, it's it's beyond the joke, and and what's coming in because I've been looking at this going forward. You know the the curriculum that's been brought in and that's been forced upon the schools. Uh, this this transgender ideology and all this kind of okay. Stuff. And I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you, but religion is equally an ideology. Well, you see, but if there's it's, no proof if it's that a god exists, that's balanced. If it's balanced and it's it's not that it's forced, you're you're there and you're learning about different religions. But why 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 teach any type of religion or any type of the theology, you know, or you know, or whatever it is? Because you're in, all you're doing is indoctrinating people or children. I mean, well, the same way as you would give out about indoctrinating children to believe there's twenty forty genders or something like that. I certainly wouldn't agree with that. So, so if we don't agree with that, why are we agreeing with another type of theology, which is to indoctrinate children to believe, you know, that there's a guy up in the sky, whether you believe him and I respect some people's belief in him. I don't believe in a God, but some people do. But they, you know, you're telling children you have to believe there's a guy in the sky and he's responsible for making the trees, the mountains, the hills, the seas, and everything else. But there's no but proof you of don't that either. Have to believe that you. you you're told that this is what people believe, and it's up to you whether to believe that or not. But at least you're given the, a certain amount of that information. And I know you can say, well, look, that's the same with, with the whole um, transgender and all that as well. But, you know, if you look at a five-year-old and just go back to that five-year-old and you start putting stuff into that child's head at five-year-old. Oh, they believe it. He, he, yeah. Oh, because they're like sponges. Say, Jackie, save me for a second. I want to go to Morris. I have to go to Stephen and Breed as well. Morris, hi. How are you? Sorry for keeping there, Morris. I'm sorry for keeping everybody. Yeah, safe. Go ahead. Uh, Morris, um, you know, should we get rid of religion out of schools altogether? Well, I grew up in around the same area as you, and you, you, know, you made your Holy Communion, you made your Confirmation, and you were indoctrinated into the Catholic Church, and did it do me any harm? No, because as I got older, I grew up and I had my own ways of thinking. It is very, it's a Catholic country. And one of the things I learned in the history is people were killed here for being Catholics because they showed allegiance to Rome and the Pope rather than the people who were colonizing us. You know, so if you were willing to do it for your religion, that's one thing. But I've seen a very old clip, Niall of Archbishop McQuaid, who ruled this country with an iron fist. Yeah, and De Valera got no. down on his knee and kissed his ring on the finger of the Archbishop. And I said, well, if, if a man that runs a government can be subdued by the church, there's definitely something wrong here. And the other subject that you were talking about today, the Trium, the Trium incident where all the babies, back in our religion as well, and women were treated very badly, and young children. And you come out of a home like that yourself. It and is. you were at the receiving end of all that's wrong in this country. I was read by two good people, my father and mother, 
ploughed their lives into the ten of us, and we've all turned out okay. What I what I indoctrinate children now? No, I'd leave them until they were a bit older to work out for themselves what they wanted to do in life. And as the Native Americans believe, they don't even call. They wouldn't even be that arrogant to name a god or call it a god. It's it's the creator. The creator of everything in the universe. That's what they believe in. So do you, you're saying to me that we shouldn't teach religions in primary school, but maybe in secondary school if they want to take it up as a subject well and good? Yeah. The day, the day of indoctrinating children into religious uh, is, is gone. It should be over with. It's done with. That This business of going around the world, spreading the word of God. Not at all. If your religion makes you hate somebody, it's not worth following. But, but Morris, do me a favor. Stay there for a second. because Steve, you? Stay there, Morris. Stephen, hi. Yeah, how are you? Hello, Stephen. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go, go ahead, Stephen. Yeah, you heard Morris. If your religion makes you hate somebody, well, then it's not worth having. Well, I, again, being an older person, and uh, you know my background, um, we actually had, uh, I was a school in the north. We had Catholics, we had Indians, and not a lot, but they actually had their own class and their own people came in. People um, who didn't actually want their child to have any religious education, they actually were removed out of the class. It was a choice. The parents made a choice. I don't it's a, it's a bit. It's a bit unfair to take a child out of the class and sit them out in a the seat out in the cloakroom or something like that while you're waiting for everyone oh, else, no, isn't no, it? no, no. They, they had their own class, so their own religion came in. If they didn't have, if they didn't want any religion... Why complicate it? Why just not, in, why complicate it? Why, you know, okay, maybe it's Hindu or whatever, but why complicate it? Why, do, why just not have any religion, and then you won't have to be leaving people outside the class, or, you know, or making different classes for different people? Just have no religion. Well, uh, Leave it to mom and dad. If you want to go to Sunday school, like they do in America, you know, because in America it's illegal, by the way, in a public school in America to teach religion. Oh, no, I, I, I understand all of that. Uh, all, I'm, all I think is that you should have a right to opt out. That's what they make our timetables for. Mm. We never had an issue. I, did, I eventually opted out of going to the uh, religious education because I just actually wanted to do me extra homework. But but it is difficult. That That's all well and good maybe in secondary school where your class is broken up into seven classes a day or whatever it is, 45 minutes each. But when you're in a primary school where you've got one teacher teaching all the subjects, it's not just about the religious instruction or the catechism as we used to call it when we were kids. Yeah. It's about the ethos. So in other words, well, the teacher I, will refer to God every now and again. She'll refer to mommy and daddy. She'll refer to all of those things now and again because that's the Catholic ethos. Well, I think that at that age, really, it should be general. I don't agree with this um, new um, curriculum coming in, because I do think that is indoctrination, especially if you take well, out... Well, it, yeah, but it's no different. You know I mean, I mean, I mean telling, telling a kid there's 24 genders or 970 genders is no different to telling a kid that there's a man in the sky that created everything, really, because there's no evidence of either. I, I just actually think that they should be told... About Catholic, Protestant, different Protestant, Muslim, um, Buddhist, about um, uh, Chinese. Okay, but Mar just sorry, just go back to Morris before I go to meeting. Morris, Steve Stephen Wright, is it important to teach theology then? In other words, you're teaching children about all the different religions and what they're about. Yes, I, I, I think okay. they have to. Well, have well, Morris, is that important? Yeah. 
Uh, not at a young age, no. I think they should be told at an age where they can understand and not be indoctrinated into it. What's the point in having me a four five and six years of age kneeling down praying to a statue on an altar that I know nothing about and I'm a bad boy if I don't do it? Mm. Oh, girl, you know what I mean? So I think if you're taking children at that young age and pointing them down the road, because you know yourself there's an awful lot of damage being done in this country, north and south of the border, with different religious orders that abuse children left, right and centre pedophile rings, etc. And that's not the walk of a god or a, a saviour. That's the devil. That's the devil walking with, with, through these people. And that's what happened. Every child that was abused physically and sexually in this country is an executed soul. And that's what the religion done. So there's more ba- badness and harm out there from it than there is good. So leave the kids alone until they're at an age where they can understand and they decide for themselves what they want to do. But I would agree with you, Noel that five and six-year-olds need to be made aware of what, about what evil can be done to them by understanding what, what adults can do to them in a bad way and attacking them sexually. They need to be made aware of that because that's the ages where they're most vulnerable. Couldn't agree with you more, Morris. Thank you very much indeed. Let me go to Breda. Breda, hi, how are you? Hi, Nile. How are you? Good. Breda, okay, in general, should we take religion out of schools? Leave aside the email the guy sent in saying he believes that religion in schools promote bigotry and transphobia and homophobia and all sorts of things. Do you believe religion should be taken out of schools? No, I don't. No, I don't see, I don't think, I can't see any harm in teaching children the basis of what is good and evil as that. As that you can teach that without teaching religion. You can teach the rights and wrongs and, you know, without teaching religion. I know, I'm not religious, but I know the difference between right and wrong. Yeah, but, I mean, but you, were, you were taught it in no, school. But, yeah, but Mike, okay, well then let me use my children then. My children don't believe in God, but they know the difference no, but, between right and wrong. Yeah, but, but again, they were, in, they were brought up in a Catholic school. So I, they, 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 I don't they buy that. Stuff. I don't, no, I don't. But this idea that you don't know the difference between right and wrong unless you're Christian or a Catholic, or, you know what I mean? But, but you learn through story when they're small. I mean, I don't see any harm in it. I brought my lady to mass maybe once a month because she couldn't sit still. She was fidgety bum. And, you know, but she she liked it. She loved the whole, you know, the singing and everything else. And I, it didn't do her any harm. She doesn't go, she doesn't go to mass now because that's her, her decision and that's fine. But I don't see any harm in giving people a basis in life that they can then go forward and decide, this is the, I want to continue being a Catholic in some shape or form, or I don't want to be a Catholic or a Protestant or a Muslim, whatever it is that you are being brought up at. But like, why should, why, you know, I think we're being eroded. I think our whole ethos in Ireland has been eroded. Well, know, well, well, we've been talking about getting rid of religion out of schools since as long as I've been doing talk shows. We've been talking about that. That's not some sort of new concept. It, the idea has been floated for years, uh, going back as far as Rory Quinn when he was Minister for Education, which must be 13 or 14 years ago at least. And uh, he, he was an atheist, I think, as far as I remember. He was talking about removing religion from schools at the time but, but because he said, why would you indoctrinate? Religion. Because we're indoctrinating children. You know what indoctrination is, don't you? It's, it's essentially brainwashing. But it's not. I mean... Like, well, it is. That's what indo- well, that is what indoctrination is. It's brainwashing. But it's not brainwashing. I mean, they, 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 they learn in, in primary school their little prayers and they make their communion and their confirmation. And then they go into secondary school and then it's a whole different world opened up to them when they get into secondary school. Now, my lady went to a, a Catholic secondary school 
the nuns and that was my decision and she she got she did really well in school and she enjoyed it and she loved the little nuns as she used to call them but she still was able to make up her own mind about where what she thought was right and what she was taught wrong but it didn't do her any harm Niall mm. you know I mean why, why well you're saying it doesn't do them any harm right and, and by the way I'm not completely disagreeing <laughs> with you right but, but what I'm saying according, according to this guy religion teaches bigotry homophobia transphobia and it, all, and it also shelters them from the reality of relationships, ah. sex education. No, no. Well, I mean, teaching your five-year-old all about sex to me is like off the wall. I'm sorry. But like at five years of age, a child doesn't need to know. Yeah, he, say, he said his five-year-old is not sheltered from the reality of sex. Not like these religious nuts. Now, I'd be, <laughs> be honest with you, I wouldn't be teaching a five-year-old about sex. Oh, neither would I. I mean, I t- I did teach her. I used to say to her, anybody goes, my mother calls it Charlie down there. So I used to say, anyone goes near Charlie, you come home and tell mommy. <laughs> but like, I never, I didn't go into the whole ins and outs and everything. No, else, like, no. When know. they get to about seven or eight, the baby comes out of mommy's belly. That's all they need to know. Yeah, they don't ask I mean, you know, I mean, I know we had to get our cats neutered here one time and she said, do humans get neutered more than I went? And you were thinking to yourself, no, they don't, but maybe some of them should. A few of them should, yeah, I did say that to her. I said, no, they don't. But like, you know, it's, it's, I, I don't, and they do cover other religions and they do cover, you know, that not everybody is. I, un- I, un- I understand that, but I mean, if you really want your child to be religious, and the argument is, you know, that people want to raise their children in the Catholic belief, and that's fine, by the way. I have complete respect for people who believe in God. I just don't happen to believe in God, but I have respect for those who do. And if you want to raise your children up, you know, in the Catholic belief or the Christian belief, send them to Sunday schools or teach them at home. That's what they do in America. No, well, like, why? But it's part of our... It's, it's but it's not education. Of... It's not education. It's part of culture. Well, you can teach them that at home. It's, you know, it's the morals. It's religion is a private thing. It's personal. You know what I mean? You can teach them that at home. You don't have to. Oh, they don't have to learn about it in school. But why, why shouldn't they learn about it in school? I, I, you know, as that gentleman said, if you don't want your child to be in, in, in the religious knowledge class, then you can take them out. Ah, that's awkward, Breda. It is. It's messy. They have to start changing timetables and having kids sitting no, outside the class I, and give I, them something to do. And I know people in work who, who, who their children were taken out when religious knowledge was covered because they didn't want their children brought up that way. And that's their choice. I, I, I have no problem with that. But like, it's like getting rid of the crib in the rotunda because it, it, it insulted some people. Piss off. Like, if you don't <laughs> like the crib there, fuck off. Oh, no, 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 I, I, I'm okay with that. You know, I mean, you're, you're right. Piss off. Yeah, you are right. Yeah. They are religious hospitals. I understand they were set up by the religious orders. And they've always been there, those statues. And I don't believe in taking things away just because you don't agree with it. No more than I agree with these arseholes going around the world pulling statues down. Um, yeah, <laughs> no matter what they were responsible for. But they took it out now because the major- minority were, was insulted by it. Like, if you come in, if I went to a Muslim country... I wouldn't open my mouth about not liking anything because they wouldn't listen to you, number one. And number two, they'd probably put you in jail. Like, if you come to our country to live here, you come and you respect what our ways are. And that includes having a crib in, in the Rotunda Hospital. No, I, no I, I agree with you completely on that. I'm, I, we, let's focus on the schools. But I do agree with you. Religious symbol, symbolism that happens to be around for those people who are religious should be left where it is. Stay there for a second, Brina. Let me go to, to Sarah Jane. I want to come to Patrick as well. Sarah, hi. How are you? How's it going, Niall? I like your little statue there. It reminds me of Stingray. This is Trump. Trump. This is Donald Trump. I know, yeah. 
We will make. By the way, we 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 we've done a deal. By the way, with the company that makes them, so we will be making them available on our website uh, within the next week or so to buy. You know that. Do you know what we we received an official complaint about uh, Trump? I don't know whether you can see that, Brida or Patrick or Lorenzo. I don't know whether whether you're watching on screen at the moment or watching a video, but that's Trump. He's a bobblehead. He's a he's called the Trumpinator. So it's Donald Trump. It's made it's made out of steel and it's a bobblehead. But well, we received an official complaint by somebody saying that the show is politically motivated because we have Trump as their mascot sitting here all the time at the desk. And they wanted it removed or they were making a complaint to the Broadcasting Authority, which is now gone, or Commissioner Mann. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, you know, I actually used the words you used a few minutes ago, Brida, which was the F word. And I said, you go off and do that because Trump is not moving. He's staying where he is. And in fact, not only is he staying where he is, I have another one coming the other day for the other side. He's a gold one. Oh, oh my God, I've seen them like this. There's so many different ones out there. And the price of them as well. Well, well, wow. hopefully we'll be able to offer a good price of them from our website from next week. All right. So anyway, Sarah, but getting, okay. getting back to religion schools, I do apologise. Going off the tangent there about Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Patrick and Lorenzo mm-hmm. waiting patiently. Sorry, Sarah, go ahead. <laughs> and I know I think at the end of the day, right, I think it's about respect, right? And I know, like, I grew up in a time where, like, catechism and religion and... I was forever, like, I just had no interest in it. You know, I was in a family home. My mother believed in God. My father had no interest in the church. And my mother had great faith. And I remember one day getting thrown out of religion class. And the girl sitting outside, I asked her what did she do? And um, she said, what do you mean? I says, why are you not inside? And she says, um, I'm a president. And I'm like, what's a president? I hadn't a clue what a president was. You know, all I knew was from this little book, catechism book that I was given, and we're told about Zacchaeus robbing money. He was hiding up in a tree. <laughs> little things like that. But in today's society, right, I honestly believe, right, that people should be, like, at that age, at a younger age, like, to respect different religions. I don't mean to go into a big, mad detail, but just to respect. And I don't think they should have a class for that. I think it should be brought up in another subject. Yeah. Because there's so many different subjects out there. But just to have that respect for different religions and yeah. either at that. So have respect because for people who believe in religion or believe in different religions. Yeah, I get that. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. Like, and I, But you don't, you don't think well. we should be teaching children in school about, you know, Jesus and Mary and Joseph and the crucifixion and... Easter Sunday and why Christmas is this and you don't think you know and, and the life of Jesus you don't think we should be teaching children about the Bible no? No in regards to that I think there is strong families out there that might as I say have that faith and does all the I don't know the Sunday schools or the whatever the case may be but um, mm. so Jesus my life was in the choir there 20 years ago I had no interest and what was going on around me. I just loved singing. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have a note in my head and it was a bit of crack as well. We, we've noticed that you don't have a note in your head, Sarah, because you've yeah, come on the air singing. You've come on the air singing a few times. Like, <laughs> the, police, he was, the police was as mad as us all. Like, 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 I don't mean as mad as us all. He was actually madder. Right. Like, and he never rammed religion down our mouths. All he was, respect at the end of the day. Respect other people's beliefs. And that's it. Well, do me a favour, Sarah, stay with me for a second, because I want to go to Patrick. 
who is now a representative, or certainly running, I, I assume, running for election for AIN2 in West Cork. Patrick, hi, how are you? Good morning, or good afternoon, Neil. It's okay, a privilege so, to be on the show. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Oh, thanks very much. Patrick, I don't have your second name there, but give your second name a mention in case people... I'm assuming you're running for election in the local elections, are you? I'm running for, as an MEP, actually, in Brussels for the... Okay, for, for the MEP for, for the Parliament, because... Um, I'm involved in the fishing industry. I'm at it all my life. And oh, okay. to be honest with you, we've, we've been badly treated in Europe and illegally so. So I think we should be taking a challenge over there to try and reclaim back more than the less than the 12% of fish we're allowed to catch in our own waters. But look, just, just to give my other hat, I, I went back to school. I'm assuming it's Patrick Murphy, is it? Sorry, Patrick Murphy, isn't it? Patrick Murphy, yeah. Patrick okay. Murphy into Kent for... Ireland South, so hopefully people will give, loan me their votes and maybe we'll do something different in Europe in, yeah. in the years ahead. I know, I, I so, get look, on well I, with Padder from Maine too and everything. He's a lovely man. And I, I, I do, I do. Look, yeah. yeah. I, I, I respect the man because he, he changed his entire life and he had to go home to his wife and say, listen, because of my beliefs and the way I stand and what I believe in, I'm going to jeopardise my future. I'm going to leave a party where I'm very safe in and a very safe seat. So when you when you see somebody standing up for what they believe in like that, then who else would you follow? Actually, he's we better off without Sinn Féin anyway, wasn't he? Anyway, listen, Patrick, moving on yeah. anyway. Let's focus on religion in schools. And I know religion yeah. is, is a strong part of it too as well, by the way. Um, and I, I respect people's religion, but do we really need to teach children, which were essentially indoctrinating children in schools? Surely that should be a private and personal thing. No, because I'll tell you why. I, I did childcare and... One of the things that we learned when I was in my uh, elder years, like I, I went back, I, I dropped out of the industry that I was working for. I did it because my child needed to, I needed to be equipped to be able to help my child who was diagnosed with different things. So I went in to do a special needs assistance course and I ended up doing the full childcare package. Okay. And one of the things that we were taught was inclusion and acceptance for all. So that was the new way of, of, of starting off at the ground level with children. I think it's gone too far now. But when we were in school, religion wasn't about one religion. It was about all religions. So you, you've got a feeling of what everything was. I'm sure you see the likes of Sinead O'Connor when she learned about religion. She chose to leave the Catholic faith and go into other ones. So, you know, as we move through life. But if you've no yeah, but She religion, would be the exception to the rule. The majority of children in this, exactly. in this culture are indoctrinated into Catholicism. Yeah, well, Muhammad Ali would be another one. Like, so, you know, I wouldn't say that. And I wouldn't say that we don't know. I, I don't think there's ever a study. But we grew up with children of different religions. And as my children grew up, there was even more in the school. But they had to have an understanding. My young fella did a study, actually, on the Muslim religion and the Shiites and the Sunnis and the difference between them and why there's such a difference between them. Yeah. And it was from following Muhammad and his nephew and his son. And they split supporting the other. So unless there was religion in the schools, you wouldn't have learned that. And you wouldn't understand the complexities of other religions and why they think. And yeah, and why people interpret the, the books differently, etc., etc. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what it is. But you see, that, so that's all part of learning and developing and understanding and broadening your context. But there's a contradiction uh, in education when it comes to religion and science. And we know the contradiction. It's a very obvious contradiction. So that's, that's kind of just difficult for children sometimes to grasp that contradiction. And also, this father says, and I don't wonder whether you take on, the, on board what the father says, that his son came home very upset that the teacher was talking about mammies and daddies getting married and his mammy and daddy are not married. And also, the, the father who wrote the email says, I thought we were going to get rid of religion out of school years ago. All it does is promote bigotry, homophobia and transphobia. Now, I don't necessarily agree with that. But, but anyway, but that's what he says. It yeah, promotes bigotry. So, so, so let, let me put something to you, Neil, right? You hear of people getting um, terminal diseases and everything else. That's the first thing they do. 
Oh. They start praying to praying God. Praying to God, most and of them, yeah. yeah. So the belief... Hedging the their bets. <laughs> so there you go. So like, is that a bad thing? Well, no, but I think we culturally do that, don't we? It's like no, but it's, culture, it's like we culturally bless ourselves when we see an ambulance passing by, or we say, you know, oh Jesus Christ! It's a part of our language as well. Is that there's a cultural aspect to that as well? The first thing you do, you know, when things go wrong in your life, or oh, you go, oh God, make sure, oh please, God makes room. It's a kind of cultural thing. It's not you actually believe in a God that's going to make some sort of magic miracle happen. I think it's just a cultural thing. We've been brought no, up I, like I, that. I don't Patrick. agree. If, if if you're talking to people that are sick and ill, I can guarantee they find faith very quickly, like because. It helps. And whether it is a magic potion or whatever you said, belief is a very strong thing and your mind is very powerful. Like, so you'll have other different but people. But we're seeing about the power children of, now, of Patrick. And I'm, I'm conscious that Bernie is waiting patiently and so is Lorenzo. He's yeah. been waiting ages. But we're, we're seeing now that children are very educated nowadays. They have the, the world yeah. at their fingertips, the education. The reason, of course, many people believed in God was because that's all we had. We, we had faith, right? But nowadays, children mm-hmm. have so much education, they can look up and see... Ah, the planet didn't really come from some man in the sky. It came from a big bang. And even the Catholic Church, the Pope has accepted that. Um, you know, and we, with the things that we kind of explained away with God years ago, children are a little bit more educated now. And there's logical and critical reasons because they're critical thinkers. They don't believe in a man in the sky. Now, I, please don't think I'm disrespecting a religion, by the way, by saying that. But they don't believe that mm-hmm. because they're critical thinkers. Whereas we weren't critical thinkers when we were young. We just believed what we were told. And if you even go back further, they weren't, it wasn't that they were believed what they were told. They weren't told anything. They just thought that all the good things that what? happened in life were, were responsible for, a God was responsible for them. Can I ask you a question, Neil? Yeah. Because you've covered it on your show. Do you see that uh, society is getting worse, that there's less respect? Yes, people are... absolutely. I agree okay. with you. Well, I'm going back to our time, right? When yeah. you said that when we were in schools, we were taught something like a conscience and what right and wrong was, and that was done through religion. So I believe in that. I believe that the Catholic and other religions provided a service that the state couldn't provide. And now that the state is able to step into that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust the state. That's why I'm going to Brussels to represent us, because I don't, I don't think the politicians and those that have represented us have done a good job. So I think I can do a better job. I know I can do a better job. So it's the same for me with religion. So it's not about, as you said, black and white. It, there's a grey area here. And as you said, the children are more able to yeah, get I, more I do wonder about that. There must harm in expanding that. Patrick, so, I do wonder, you know, that if we still had a very dominance of, uh, we had a dominance of religion in the country, which we don't really anymore, would yeah. we see as many teenagers getting themselves into trouble or as much antisocial behaviour, which then, of course, grows up to be criminals uh, later in life? Would we see as much of that? And I don't know if that's the main reason. Well, like... I can give you an absolute guarantee that that's the case, and I'll explain it to you that you'll okay. remember, right? Yeah, very quickly. And here it is. When, when you were known by the elder people in your neighbourhood, and they all knew you, that you were involved in your community, you were deathly afraid that Mrs. Malloy or Mrs. McCarthy would see you and report back to your parents and say, listen, Neil, we saw you down the street and doing this and that. Well, for me, it's the same thing in schools. When you broaden your horizons and, and understanding that this is a bigger picture, it helps develop the brain and your thinking and your critical thinking, like you said. So it's not a bad thing. Okay, well, do me a favour, Patrick. Just stay with me for a second because Lorenzo's been waiting ages and now yeah. he's on his lunch break. So stay with me, Patrick. Lorenzo, hi, sure. how are you? Sorry for keeping you. Hi, Niall, how are you? I do apologise. I apologise to Bernie no who's waiting as well and Maureen and everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry. You are, you are a busy man, don't worry. <laughs> there you go. That's what happens with popularity. Anyway, anyway <laughs> Lorenzo, should we get rid of, rid of religion out of schools? I, what's the story in Italy, by the way, Lorenzo? Do they still have religion taught in primary no. schools and secondary schools? No, it's forbidden since the eighties. Okay, similar to America. So, in other words, if you wanted, you yeah. go privately. Okay. 
So if you want reason, you go privately. Yeah. There, there is, I mean, there is a, a religion kind of hour in schools per week. Okay. So there, it's it's taught, but it's not catechism. Okay, so, so that's optional. It's, yeah. It's optional, and still, if you do it, it's not like ah, oh, the Bible says this, 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 and that. You have to pray and. You know all all the things. It's more kind of um, comparison between different religions. Theology, yes. It's or, more about theology. Yeah. Yeah. The history so of religion. It's a bit more. The Bible says this. Uh, the Quran this this. Or the the authorized saying this. So it's more about comparison or even the history of what happened in human history compared to religion. Why it happened. So it, it's obviously a bit open to the teacher. So. It's a bit teacher driven. So if a teacher mm-hmm. wants to go in a certain way or another way, but it can't be this is good because the commandment says that God said that through Moses or through, I mean, it, it can't be that. Okay. And do you think religion should be removed from schools here? You've heard Patrick say that since, you know, the decline of religion in Ireland, and we've seen, you know, worldwide studies now, you know, Ireland actually has one of the biggest declines in religion in the world, according to one particular study, which reckons only 47% of us are actually practicing our religion. Do you believe that decline in religion has a direct correlation or causation to the fact that we're seeing so much antisocial behavior now? No, I think that different... They were they 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 were linked. They are linked to different things because if you compare with years ago, as you were saying, to probably your young age generation, yep. where there was more religion, but there were even probably more mentality of you and them. While now we are basically trying to cancel you and them and transform it into us, and that brings even more. You have to be more concerned. You have to understand everyone. Everybody has. But the we same had respect. We, now, don't get me wrong. We probably yeah. we shouldn't have had so much respect for priests at the time because we now know, of course, that some of them, very small amount, but a lot of them are covering it up with sexual abuse. But we did have respect yeah, for authority. More Kids now don't have respect for authority. We respected the guards. No. We were afraid of them. We respected the priest, the local parish priest. We were terrified of them. We respected our but parents. Because, I was terrified of my dad, but yeah, I loved him. But that's because you're moving basically on the opposite. So. As you were saying before, there was respect. There was respect, good or not, or not but was even driven by fear. And that's oh. the same respect that even church was giving you in terms of you have to do this or this bad will happen. You go to hell, yeah. It's not that, there was not like you don't have to kill because it's bad. No, you don't have to kill because there is a commandment that says that if you do it, you're going to hell and blah, blah, blah. So there was always fear of something. And that comes from an historical explanation. I mean, if you compare Christianity to previous religions, there were like, there was no hell or heaven. There was the Hades. It doesn't matter how you were living. You were finished up in Hades. Finished. And the gods were the same as men. I mean, they were not uh, someone above that was judging. The gods were doing the same things that men were doing. They were lying. They were having sex. They were doing whatever they wanted. You're talking about pagan gods. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you see like um, Jupiter or, or, or the Romans or even the Greeks, because they're basically the same. So there was a need of saying, no, you have to do good because otherwise something will happen. And that's how you, dr- you drove fear. Well, isn't that the point that Patrick is making? Because since the decline of religion, 
and religious instruction, you know, there's nobody telling kids, you know, you don't, you know, hit your best friend in the class or you go to hell or whatever it is. There's nobody telling the kids that anymore. Now, by the way, you can still tell them it's wrong to do it, but do me a favor. Actually, stay there, Reza, if you can. I don't know whether you can or not. I think you have to go back. You're, you're on your break. Are you in your break? Okay. No, no, I'm fine. Okay, <laughs> Bernie, hi. You've been listening to Patrick there from Ain to Patrick Murphy and also Lorenzo, who disagree obviously inherently with each other in relation to it. But do you believe religion is important in schools, Bernie? I believe, I, believe, um, I was taught uh, religion and it gave me the sense of right and wrong. But I have since, you know, and it, and it, it, it kind of set me for life. Um, I, and, uh, you know, for all the things that the priests do, I do find divinity and divine you know, faith is an attraction to the divine. For too long, faith has been presented as a weak form of knowledge. That's what John O'Donoghue wrote. If you read his words and his taking of of, of the beauty around us, mm-hmm. there's divinity and divinity. I, I, I firmly believe that in every one of us, there's an ability to, to know right from wrong. But we've lost our way in the divinity to find it, the way of teaching our children that. Mm-hmm. which is important, is to not do any harm to anyone, not to fall, you know, not to, to be jealous and envious of anyone else. We found, we, we have to find a way to teach that because it's a beautiful and thing. Can you not, but can people. you not teach that without religion? I have to, I, I do teach, I try and Takes teach my, time. my yeah, Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's hard, because I, mean, I fall on my own sword some days because something will drive me grad. So none of us are perfect. We're imperfect beings. I do believe there is a God. I do believe there's somebody bigger than me because I've seen him work through the simplicity of life. I've seen the beauty he has left before us. And that didn't come from me personally for the Big Bang Theory. When I see, you know, parents and of newborn children looking into their baby's eyes, some ma- something mir- miraculous has happened there. It didn't just, we didn't just arrive. Like we all carry the pain and suffering of our past prime childhood traumas. We all of us carry something from our past, but we have to learn to forgive it and respect it and move on and learn what it has taught us along the way of life. And that's me. And that's how I think. I mean, that Patrick, you know, sorry, just want to come back to Patrick on that. Patrick, Bernie makes an interesting point that you look at a newborn baby and you kind of, you obviously you immediately think it's a miraculous thing to happen. And it does seem miraculous, of course, but for a lot of people who are of critical minds, we just say it's nature and it's wonderful. And nature in itself is wonderful. So do we confuse the two, nature and religion and God? No, I, th- I think, Neil, that everybody looks for something to believe in in their life, like even supporting a football team. I don't want to bring it down to that. But we need something positive in our lives. I, I, I don't go to Mass as, as regular as I should. My children don't. I don't it, it, we're not overly um, practicing Catholics. But I do remember what it was like to baptize my children, to bring my daughter in for the communion and the ceremony that was there and the confirmation, and to see the unity that that brought right across the community. And you know, one thing that I'd hate to see religion being lost in is when we lose a loved one, that you go through that ceremony of how you say goodbye and you have somebody there. And, that, and, and that's and changing too, Patrick. That's changing a lot of people it, it now. Is, We're not is. doing it in so, churches anymore. Exactly. And you see, the thing is now, you see, Neil, that's what I'm saying. Like, So I'm not saying we should be definitely looking at that as being the pillar of what we should aspire to, but I think that it's like everything else in our lives. It contributes okay. to us. But what about the and, option? And, and but what about the option, Patrick? So the option for people, as I said, 93% of the schools in Ireland are religious. I think 87% are, are Catholic. So what about giving people an option? There's 3,200 primary schools. Why not have the state take half them back and say, okay, this half are, don't have an ethos. This half do have an ethos. If you want to send your kids to those ones, you can. If you want to send your kids to at least an option for people. There's no option. Educate together is only a small amount of schools in the country. So there's no option. Yeah, well, there's only one in Tullamore. Only one in Tullamore, yeah, okay. Yeah. Only one. Yeah, so, like, 
But you see, I, I, I don't think that you have to be a Catholic to get into a Catholic school. No, no, I'm not Even saying you do. No, no, no. No, no, they, no they, they used to have plurality, Lorenzo. They took that away about four years ago. Yeah. Well, so there's more inclusivity. Schools, they're still on the website saying that if you have if you are Baptist, you are priority. You well, that's illegal, by the way. Okay, well, well, somebody needs to take that up with them because it's as far as I know, and maybe Patrick knows better, I think it's illegal to do that now. You cannot, yeah. they used to call that the baptismal barrier. Criminal. Yeah, and it was removed about four years ago. So the ch- the, the school okay. cannot give priority to anybody who's been baptized over somebody who's not been baptized. No. And, okay. and, and as I said, like religion, it's not it's not like that. As this previous speaker said, and the, and the teachers, it's not the way we were taught, Neil. It's it's more of a cognitive um, ability to expand children's belief and horizon and make them question. Like you said, you know, when they learn, so they don't get that from the trees. They get that from the teachings of the teachers, and not the teachings of religion to expand their minds, just like the previous people yeah. that said. So you, your question was, should we remove religion? No, if you're saying, should we lo- remove Catholic religion? So should we be putting in other religions? No, I, I don't agree with any. Dividing. I personally don't yeah. agree with any. I mean, oh, Ber- no. Bernie, should we even, I mean, look, sorry, Patrick, for cutting the crash there. Bernie, going, you know, going back to what I said earlier on there, there's so many primary schools in this country and parents believe they don't have an option. So those parents who don't believe in a God and want to raise their children, you know, as atheists, um, what some people would suggest is almost a religion itself. Um, they they say, you know, I need an option. They have no options, Bernie. So what do they do? Well, I, I, I personally believe we shouldn't take religion out of the schools. And um, there's a lot of people who are happy to send their children to school and they the religion part of it, they just go, oh, whatever. You know, I don't, the, the, the option is that we should teach about all people, all about humanity and how to look after each other and how to care for each other. And, you know, that's more important and everyone should be taught that. That shouldn't be a religious-based thing. No. You know, like if somebody's sick or somebody's dying or somebody's unwell, how to look after that person and give give them time and understanding and patience or somebody who's elderly or somebody who's got dementia. Like, you have to see, you have to see how kind and caring a lot of na- young people are. We can't tar them all with one brush. A lot of them are genuinely caring individuals who probably never go to Mass and they still have something in them that will teach them to be kind to people. And that's what we have to hone in on, is to how to teach them that part and aspect of life. To be, We're all equal. To stop with this, you have a, three laptops and you have a, an iPad and I'm just back from the, All that old rubbish and bullshit. Yeah. So go ahead. And I think that that's wrong. We're, teach, we're, we're the parents teaching that, not religion. We're teaching them, oh, you, you, you don't talk to him because he only has a pair of Duns runners. You know, this is all rubbish. <laughs> you know I, what I mean? In my day, we all had Duns runners. You ever, <laughs> you, and I didn't even have Duns But you know what I mean? I remember, do you remember your ma gets a new pair of runners and you put them on you'd, and you'd go out and run around the block thinking you could run faster. <laughs> what was that all about? <laughs> I got a new pair of sneak. It wasn't even, what do we used to call them? It wasn't runners. What do we call them? Was it runners? Uh, it was runners. We no, call them runners. They're Patrick not called sneakers. A bit American, I think. Isn't it? <laughs> That's very American. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I yeah. No plimsolls. Was it plimsolls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was no such thing. I do, in those days, like Adidas and Nike and all those, that just wasn't a thing. You know what I mean? Really, the idea yeah. of spending one hundred and fifty quid on a pair of runners just wasn't an option. <laughs> in when I lived in Edinburgh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my mother be off down to Duns as cheap as you can get at the local charity shop. Stay, well, stay there for a second, Bernie and Patrick. Let me go to Maureen. Okay, right. Maureen, hi. Hi, Nile. How are you? Good, Maureen. The idea of taking religion out of schools is that is that one that floats well with you as a religious person to give people an option? No, 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 no. not no. Certainly not if it's a Catholic school. 
Well, 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 this is and the problem, isn't it? They're all Catholic schools, so that's, it's a bit of an unfair well, argument. Ca- isn't it? Catholic schools, they're entitled to teach the Catholic religion. But this is pa- all part of this woke ideology, and it's been on for quite a while. And the aim of it is to get rid of Christianity. Mm. That's the whole point about it. But isn't Christianity, on the, without us wanting to get rid of Christianity, this kind of idea that there's a motive behind it, is, is Christianity, long before the wokeism of the last five or six years, which we've really seen, Christianity was all, has been on the decline since the mid-80s? It has. has but has that is all part teaching? of it. You have to get rid of Christianity, you see. Look, 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 look what's happening today. Can people not see what's happening around them? E- good now is evil and vice versa. And anything goes. Where at least when we had Catholicism, even children going to school, they had a moral compass. And um, I'm hearing on several places, oh, the Catholic Church is going to die and the Catholic Church will be no more. That will never happen. The Catholic Church will survive, no matter what hits her. But there's almost a suggestion, not by Patrick, or maybe not by you too either, Maureen, there's a suggestion there that you can't have good morals unless you have religion. And I don't believe that's true at all. Well, Chris, uh, well, Catholicism like... gave people good morals. If I can come in there... As a matter of fact. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, Patrick. Go ahead as well, Patrick. Go yeah, uh, that's not what I implied. What no, I no, implied not you. No, I'm not saying you're religion. suggesting that. You, can't, you, you can't have one without the other. I never said that. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, as a child care um, teacher and learning and the new philosophy that was brought in when I went back in the last 10 years, it was, a, it was a place of inclusion and expanding and bringing all information to the children and not as we grew up that you had to learn your prayers or you wouldn't make your communion or whole, a confirmation. No, mm. it became more educated. It became more for the children to develop, as I said, uh, their contextual um, and, and con- uh, oh, I'm think, not thinking the word now, but their development. Like, you know, there's, there's all the different areas, f- physical, emotional, you know, and your brain and... This is what was brought into it. So removing one element of that isn't good. It, 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 that, where, did, where do you stop? So like that becomes then is what's right and what's wrong. And who has the, the, the authority to say that to people like, you know? Maureen, do you think you can be a good person and have good morals if you've no religion in your life? You can be a good person. Yeah, I have no religion. Do you think, me, I, do you think I'm, I'm a good, I'm, do you think I'm, I'm a good person? But it helped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're, well, you're a good person, Eilis. I'm not going to say you're a bad person. But we're talking about religion. I sent you a mug. I, I won't be sending you any more mugs unless you say yes. <laughs> no, I did say yes. I said, oh, I said you're a jolt. Anyway, but I, but, I, I don't have religion. I, my son, my daughter, my other son, they're good people. They don't have religion. They don't believe in a God. But now mind you, they had me as a teacher growing up, I suppose, in a sense, you know, to teach the morals. And I think I have good morals. So the, the, this idea, and I remember somebody but saying to me once... did you get that from religion? But the point I, well, see, but you the were point saying is- I got it from religion, Patrick. But even as a kid growing up, I was the one who'd skip mass when my father would send me, you know? But Niall, what did our, what did our forefathers do when they, were, when they were being persecuted by the English? This has been going on. Let's stick centuries. to this generation. Let's stick to, the, to our own generation. You know, Patrick asked, did I not get my morals from religion? Okay, I got my morals from my mother and father who are quite religious. I'm going to be honest. Well, my father particularly was very religious. 
Uh, but he would send me to church, Patrick, but I didn't go. I'd hang around down the no, back no, of the church or outside. That's not what I asked. That's what I asked. No, and I, you tend to buy this, right? Yeah, because okay. I'm laughing at this. Yeah, go on. You were definitely referring back to religion as being a part of your upbringing and making you choose right or wrong. So you've confirmed to me in your conversation, you can listen back to it, where you got it from. It was either from your I parents. I hate when people are right. It's from you, <laughs> but it started with religion. But then again... <laughs> I hate when people are right. Why, why Sorry, Maureen. <laughs> Go on, Maureen. Sorry. Why is it just Catholicism we're talking about? Why is it... No, no, no. Well, no, hang on. No, no, the question, to be fair today, was not just about Catholicism. It's about all religions. We're talking about teaching religion in schools. I didn't mention specifically Catholicism. Yeah, and I didn't well, know. What are, what are all, well, well, get what rid are of them all. all like, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Is it time to get rid of them all? I mean, yeah. you, uh, the idea being more in like similar to many countries of the world, if you want to teach a child religion, you do it outside of school hours. No. But, but Neil, can in I Catholic ask you a school, you teach it in a Catholic school. And there's only one religion. The rest of them are all man made. And what? Catholicism isn't man made. I would just stop out of that, Maureen. No, it's not. It's not man made. It man-made, is man made. Of course it is. They're all man made. It came directly from Jesus Christ. That's the rest okay, of them are that, all man-made. Okay. You're saying that, and, and Islam or Muslims will tell you it came directly from Muhammad. But you, what I'm saying to you is, you're telling me it's not man-made, but that's based on your belief in Jesus Christ and your belief in God. I don't believe in God. I don't even believe there was probably be a person called Jesus Christ. Well, if he did, he certainly wasn't the person I think he's proclaimed to be. But that's just my view of it. Well, God came before oh. Jesus Christ. No, I'm well aware of that, yeah. He came after Jesus Christ. So I don't know about the debate that's going on here. I think you're losing sight of what we're talking about. There's yeah. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. There's three persons and one the Holy Trinity. See, to me, right. to me that, and, and I respect your belief in that, Maureen, I genuinely do, but to me that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. To me that just sounds like supernatural, something supernatural. Maureen, thank, uh, stay, stay with me actually, Maureen. Patrick, thank you very much indeed, by the way. I have to obviously read a few lines. Thanks, Neil. Uh, but just to finish up, look, the question is this. Is teaching of religion good? Oh, oh he's good. It's oh, good. Yeah. And if it's good, we shouldn't take that away from our children. It's, a, it's another... A, a part of learning and experience yep. to develop their brains and that's the way I would leave it. I'm not picking one religion over another. I was lucky enough to be raised in the Catholic faith myself and I find it mm. a good religion. I haven't looked into the others too deeply. But Neil, the question is this. Do you think that teaching good morals and whatever way it's taught to them or however it's brought to them is good or bad in schools? And for me, religion is one of the conduits that that can be done. And that's why I think it should not be removed from schools. I'll leave you with that. Okay, Thanks thank you very much, indeed. Patrick Murphy from A2. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Uh, stay there, Maureen. Uh, let me just go to Sharon. Sharon, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall. I'm great, thanks. Listen, why would you remove something with a, such a beautiful concept? And just speaking for myself, I have had many prayers answered that seemed impossible. I cried out one afternoon. I just did not, could not see a way through. And I said, please send me someone to help me. And the way that person came into my life in the next half an hour, I was, I was at work, seemed impossible. Mm. But I, I was introduced to the most spiritual woman who became my best friend. And I cannot tell you the prayers that I feel have been answered with me through God, particularly going through difficult things, you know, as a child growing Thanks. up. Mm. I'm and all faiths, like, it's true, all faiths, teach all faiths. Prayer takes you away from yourself and selfish things to think of other people. It's lovely to pray for other people. 
and that, and that's good. And by the way, I, I, you know, I again, I say to everybody who believes in God, I respect your belief in God. And by the way, if it makes yeah. you feel better and it gives you comfort, that's absolutely oh wonderful. And that's great. So much comfort. Uh, and that's fine. And by the way, if, if, you know, if young people, when they get to secondary school, they want to learn about religion and they want to talk about God or their families want to teach them about God, fire, go ahead, go for it. But should we be teaching it in an education system? Well, maybe teaching it in a, diff a different way, you know, um, all about the way to treat people, not to bully people. These are all the things that... that well, yeah, but we should be, we should be teaching those things anyway. I mean... That's so just good behaviour, good morals. Yeah, yeah, but that's what God is all about—love, good behaviour. But we should be all, yeah, but we should all be about those things. You know, it do, you don't need religion to tell somebody to have good behaviour or to respect others, or you know, and all. You don't, you don't need religion to tell people that, those things. You should tell people those things anyway. Yeah, yeah but you, you see, uh, yeah, but you see, uh, Sharon, there you're saying that God is all about yeah. love. What you talked about, Jesus Christ when he was on earth, he was all about love and all this kind of thing and uh, healed people. He was. But, he but, but, but if religion, can I ask both of you, if religion is all you about... Remember that okay, if religion is all about love, Maureen and Sharon, if religion, and I'll go to you first, Sharon, but if religion is all about love, why are the majority of wars in this world about religion? Um, because people believe that their God is different. And I believe that all the religions, it's the same flipping God. But they would, not, the they, they would tell you it's a different God, yeah. Yeah, that's why I think mm. there's so much division. Mm. And most religious people, particularly Catholicism, they think their God is the one true God. You know? No, I think it's all path to the one God. We were all brought up in different countries, just like Irish. How, but how could you have different versions of belief? Because Maureen believes something different, I'm sure. Maureen doesn't believe that, say, for example, the, the Muslim God or the, Islam, the Islamic God is the same as her God. No, he's well, not. That's bound no. to, to happen, and that's, you know, that's for each person to... Mind to you, if Maureen was born in Saudi Arabia, she would believe that. But she's not. Yeah. She was born in Ireland. I know that, but at the end of it all, all paths lead to God. All, all paths and all countries and if they could just realise that there wouldn't be any fighting. Do you think so? You've got two really you've do. got two groups of people as we speak in Israel and Palestine, you know, fighting at the moment, Jewish people and Muslim people fighting over different beliefs. Yeah, and it needs to be all one, all one belief, all out for each other to each other and they're the opposite. I mean, okay, uh, people would argue it's over land, but what separated the land in the first place was a different culture and different belief system. Yeah. If we can learn to live and accept other people as they are, and you tell me about your God, great, I'll tell you about my God. But I believe we're talking about the same God. Stay there for a second. I just got to go to Madeline and John. I nearly finished here today. We have to wrap it up in a second. Madeline, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall. All good here. Very interesting topic today. Yeah, thanks very much, Madeline. Madeline, do you believe religion should be taken out of schools? I don't. I don't believe that. That's my personal opinion. But I do get all the points that have been made by your previous speakers. Um, maybe not to put a title on whether it's Catholic or other, but religion definitely needs to be some sort of religion has to be in schools because life without God has no purpose, has no meaning. God was there. He provides comfort, confidence. Uh, people now have no higher power. They're all striving for something. 
that will never come because they don't see a higher power. You have kids in schools now, it's on uh, devices, on phones and that's their, that's their new god, really, is technology, isn't it, almost, yeah. Absolutely, and, and, and something that hasn't been touched on today is, I know there was always bullying in schools, but it has gone huge now since the cyberbullying. It huge. should be taught since children, since since babies. I do, you know, I do to, believe that. I, I do believe because it does give you a I'm sense of mm. learning. But, uh, but, yeah, you, but you, you're kind of saying the same thing to some extent, Madeline, that uh, no religion, or when you don't have religion, you don't have a purpose, right? Um, I, I find that a difficult one to understand why people would say that, because I don't have religion in my life at all. But I believe I have purpose, and I believe that no. I, I'm quite, I'm very happy to have no religion. I'm okay with that. Okay, but were you brought, did you go to a Catholic school as a child? I did. Okay, so you were brought up with some sense of right and wrong and respect. You had that. You but had my, that. But my children were brought up with right and wrong and respect, and they're good children, by the way. They've never been in trouble, you know, with with the law. They've because never been. You've in trouble. given them. You passed down to them what you learned in school. I'm not saying any religion is right. I know Muslim people, and I'm in awe of the things that they do within their religion. I'm not identifying any one religion as being good, but you do need something to be taught in schools so the kids. To learn how to respect, how they learn to uh, mm. engage with uh, older people. None of that is happening, and the cyberbullying is definitely a huge thing at the minute. Well, you've you've um, raised an interesting point there that's made me start to critically think now when we talk about the new technology being their god, which is I iPhones, etc. Um, I would yeah, I would much prefer, I much prefer that they believe, even though I don't believe in religion, I'd much prefer they believed in a different type of god than the mobile phone. Absolutely. Yeah. And once they do something, they read something on the phone or they put something up on the phone, they believe their opinion's right. So there's no room for debate because they've become their own gods in their own thing. And the other thing is, Niall, they're being indoctrinated with all the woke stuff and there doesn't seem to be any um, kick up about that. We're, we're giving out about them being indoctrinated into religion. But all this woke stuff now has been shoved down their necks from primary school right up to university. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly, and that's why they want um, <clears throat> Catholicism. Catholicism is the one that has to go, and they and, think and that they're going to. Think, they think they're going to bury Catholicism. I do, but I they do won't ever bury it's, Catholicism. And it's, all, it's all part of this whole new one world order yeah, because they want to get rid of anybody else with power, and the church still has some power, and people who have religious yeah, beliefs have power. Yeah, I mean, I, I see, Madeline. I'm not a fan. I'm going to be honest with you. Of not the religion, by the way, and I respect people's religion and their Christianity, and I expect people to believe in God and Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm not a fan okay. of the organization, the Catholic Church, because the no, Catholic Church, to me, over the last 30 years, have done nothing but, you know, hide pedophiles and make excuses, and you know what I mean? And, and to me, because I've covered all those stories, all those different reports, and okay, um, can you know, I say, I totally agree with what you're saying, but that's like saying one bad priest is all bad priest. That's <laughs> like saying, I know an electrician who is a paedophile. It doesn't mean every electrician is a paedophile. There's good people among every walk of life. And the, what the Catholic Church did was wrong. But I'm saying they need to discover some other and I know, way. And no, no, that's not what I'm saying. And by the way, you're right. Only 3% of Catholic priests abuse children. It was a very small amount. Yeah. And in saying that, the biggest issue at the time and, wasn't the ones who abused children. It was the ones who didn't say anything and, and covered it all up, including popes, by the way. Um, and cardinals. And and so, so what I'm saying to you, Madeline, it wasn't 
the abuse as such that has pissed me off over the last 25, 30 years. It's the cover up. It's the Absolutely the lack wrong. of apologies, the lack of acceptance that they've done something wrong. So as an organization, not Jesus, not God, not the religion, not the people, but as an organization, the Catholic Church, i.e. Rome, which is essentially the marketing tool for the religion, are the, are the ones that I despise. Come here, don't even get me started on Rome and the Vatican. That's for another day. But well, something has to come into the school set where schools and devices... I mean, all the kids are learning their lessons by devices now. I don't agree with that. Mm. So there's no room for them to engage with each other on a personal level. And this is how this cyberbullying is taken off. They need to learn how to love, to be compassionate, to be mm-hmm. respectful. This is the Okay, I'm looking here, by the way, a study found that more religious parents had more cohesive family relationships. According to the research, more religious parents had fewer conflicts in their marriage and the adolescents in these families were better at regulating their emotions and actions. Hmm. Totally believe it. Totally. Because, okay. you know, when religion's gone out of the school now the world and the okay. kids are gone absolutely mad off the rails. So I do, you need a structure whereby everybody is trying to obey the same rules. There's no point in us all teaching our kids all this separately at home. They need to be learning it in a class. They need to be learning it with each other. Okay, Okay, well, hang on. I just need to bring John in before I finish there. Sorry, John, hi, how are you? I think the the, the term you're looking for earlier on is against the runners because rubber dollies and one Rubber watties? Rubber dollies. Oh, I thought you said something else there. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I, I think, I think it was Sharon or somebody said plimsolls. I can't remember. Or it could have been well, Brady. That's there. a we, that's that's a recent kind of McCock and you were the first type of a runner. Plimsolls. The strongest they know, but uh, they call them rubber dollies. Rubber dollies. Oh, okay. I was thinking rubber, yeah, rubber something else. But go on. Yeah, go up. Uh, yeah, so would, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so my mind is in the gutter. Uh, John, in relation to religion and schools, Madeline makes some really good points. She has me thinking here now, I, even though I'm not a religious yeah. person. And that maybe she's right. We've kind of lost our way when we lost religion out of schools or we're losing the value, should I say, of religion in schools. Yeah, yeah, because I guess Patty Murphy said as well, it's about it taught respect as well from an early age. And he was quite right. Like even you subliminally actually soaked it up possibly unknowns to yourself and it's it's in there. There's a percentage of it in you because you're a good person. Like, I'm not saying you wouldn't have been a good person without a religion, but like the bit that gone in, I think didn't do you any harm. Now, I think, like, going back to the foundation, uh, we'd say Edmund Rice founded the Christian Brothers here on Cork. Nan and Eagle founded in uh, 1775 the Order of Presentation because they saw what was happening in Cork City. The people going around, children to bare feet, then rags, half-starved, and completely 100% uneducated. Yeah. And those two people gave up a privileged background for the healthy underprivileged, right? You have the same with the nuns. For all the criticism, the modern baby homes and everything, how many more and lovets would we have dying in the side of the road and people be walking over the mothers and the dead babies if the nuns hadn't given up their young life to serve God and to go into these places and look after the unmarried mothers of the time? Rightly or wrongly, if they weren't in the equation, there would be multiple of the and lovets strung all over this country. Well, now, now, John, that's road. a bit of an unfair argument because unmarried mothers wouldn't have had to go somewhere if it hadn't have been for religion instruction in the first place, telling people no, it was, or shaming. It, 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 now, it, it, hang on, no, hang on. Shaming young women who got pregnant at the time. So you, no. there's, there's two ways of looking at that argument. 
But that was, it was society at the time. If you had a child, and, and if you were, obviously you were deemed to be having sex, to have got pregnant in the first place, and society deemed that that was unclean. And It, it was wasn't wrong. society I, that deemed that. It was religion that told society to deem it but, that but way. I mean, wh- wh- like society stood back, like, and, and instead of looking after their offspring and their future grandchildren, they gave them away. So, I mean, like, I mean, they're not far more mm-hmm. to me then the actual the religious people took them in. They looked after them. They're all shagging people. Wouldn't do it. Yeah, no, I, no, no, I know. I know there was an argument in relation to where were the parents when all this was happening of these young ladies yeah. who ended up in these mother and baby homes. But the parents felt under pressure from the local parish priest who come knocking on the door as soon as he found well, out that the young uh, was uh, pregnant. Just, uh, just uh, no, can, you can, I, can I get in there on that? Can I, can yeah. I, can I just can I finish one more point? Oh, I, will, I will, Madeline. I'll let you back in a second, but just let John finish the point he's making. Go on. Yeah, yeah this whole idea of taking religion out of schools. What should be done now by the Primate of Allah, the Archbishop of Dublin, the Bishop of Cork, all the bishops, I mean, set up some kind of a synod, right, and say that if there's any attempt to take the religion out of the schools now, we will close all the Christian schools. Over to you, no, Mr. Tarnish, the, Mr. No, but they don't, yeah, Mr. But they don't really own them anymore, technically speaking, because generally speaking, they're all funded by the state anyway. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, but we'll see, if you're funded... But they own the land a lot of them are on, yeah. Yeah, but if you're funded by the state, you're also being, like, the taxpayers that don't want religion religion in the schools, their funding, but the people also that are taxpayers that want religion in the schools, they have a right as well. So Okay, okay, well, to... no, hang, on, hang on, John, sorry, Madeline, you wanted to say something quickly about the mother and baby homes there. Go I know you're trying to wrap things up. Two questions uh, with regard to the, the, the church and people going into these uh, homes for unwed mothers. Where was the families, the mothers, the fathers, the aunts, the uncles, when all these people went into yeah. these religion yeah. homes? No, no, I, no, I agree. And the other question, the other question I just want to ask you, when and if they get rid of uh, the, the religion, the Catholic religion, and the Christian religion. What's going to happen? The two biggest celebrations that happen in the entire world: Christmas and Easter. Well, well, they yeah. were when, when they were a festival anyway, weren't they, Madeline? I understand, by the way, that you know the twenty fifth of December is, is the birth of Jesus. Although our historians believe he was born in June, but that's beside the point. But they were already festivals for the summer solstice or the winter solstice, and they were pagan but, ceremonies anyway. There was always a celebration exactly. of Christmas before Christmas even came along, because you got to exactly. remember Christianity basically stole the story from the pagan religions. I mean, many of the pagan gods were also born on the 25th of December, also had 12 apostles, also were born of a virgin birth, and were crucified and came back to life three days later. So those that story has been told long before Jesus came along. I am, what I'm, all I'm saying is every religion in every country, I had this conversation with myself and my daughter over Christmas, celebrate Christmas and Easter. Yeah, but, I mean? but even Krishna celebrate Christmas because their god, Krishna, was born yeah. on the 25th of December, had 12 yeah. apostles and died and came back three days later. I mean, it's yeah. not, an, this is, by the way, the story, for those who think the story of Jesus Christ is some sort of unique story, and I'm not having a go, it's not. That story was around right, thousands of years ago. Yeah. Just you know one more point now, Leo. Yeah. Can I say, just one more point. Look, there is a woman, Crockett and Mormon, you know, there's an active priest, right? And parishes are after having to kind of share priests, right? There is a rumor now that there's three churches in this parish, right? And that the land is going to be sold off. And there's a rumor that the church could be turned into a mosque. Well, I tell you something, never going to happen. Okay. okay. Never going to happen. Stay, well, stay there, just final caller on this. Morgan, hi. How are you, Morgan? Hi, Noel. I'm well. How are you? Good. Morgan, nice to talk to you. Morgan, just finally on this, because unfortunately I've run out of time rapidly today, um, but I'm glad to have you on. Do you believe we should take religion out of schools, religious instruction out of schools? No. 
I don't. I, I think um, if we look at it historic, uh, historically, um, where it was the case where schools were run and essentially the main purpose of the school was to indoctrinate uh, children into Christianity, well, that, that should be gone and it pretty much is gone. Yeah. Um, but we shouldn't remove religion from uh, schools from instruction. We need better schools, really, is what we need. Uh, we need children to be taught critically to examine religion in all its fronts, not just its, its goods, but its, it's, it's, the- its the theology. Of well. Yes. Yeah, and it is useful. Let's not pretend like on a societal level that, you know, religion, it does give people purpose. It gives them a moral framework. And um, from a government perspective, it, it, it does enable control of the population as well. If you have a population that generally believes in the same thing, it's it's much more useful for societal harmony. Um, but again, we have to have a yeah. big question around that and not just get caught up in the, oh, well, what about this religion? What about that religion? Mm-hmm. From my exploration of religion, Christianity is a pretty good one. Um, it, it's, its core message is essentially about truth and love. Um, other religions have that within them, but other religions, to my mind, would be far more dangerous. I won't mention it now because it might cause a, an argument. But generally, religion should be in school. Lauren, I know what you're going to say. You're going to talk about the Quran. And, and by the way, but that that depends on your interpretation. There are many. Most Muslims are peaceful people, and yeah, you know, yeah. yeah it's, it's only a minority of people who are not peaceful. But there's also a minority of Christians who are not nice people either, because they they use the the Old Testament of the Bible. Which, by the way, if you were to believe that and interpret that the way it's written, you'd be in an awful lot of trouble. Yeah, but the the issue is with Christianity is we, Christians don't have a covenant with the Old Testament. It's with the it's with the New Testament. Mm-hmm. And generally, Christians are good. Generally, Muslims are good. I believe generally people are good. But there's ideologies w- within it. Uh, Absolutely, say, yeah. Christianity versus the Islam. Islam is essentially around power. It worships power. Allah is the most powerful. Muhammad is the most powerful. Whereas Christianity is about truth and love and life. And do you not think God is, is perceived as being powerful as well? And Jesus, no. And um, yeah, it is powerful. It's all like God is all according, powerful. According to religion, at, like. at, yeah, at its strength, yeah. But the core central message of Christianity is not to exercise power. It's about truth and love, and man will never yeah. be able to reach that. that and, and I agree with you. But if I go back to the first, has, yeah, go back to the first three commandments, where you know Jesus is telling you, or should I say, God is telling you, to only to worship <laughs> Him and no other false gods and all that kind of stuff. You know, to suggest that it's not about power—that's about power, isn't it? But it's not about power, that's more about, you know, moral guidance that you you should only worship that which is unprovable because if you worship idols, if you worship gods and celebrity, well then we do lead to societal uh, degeneration. It, it is a fact. Yeah, well, we're seeing that at um, the moment, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, and if we believe blindly in not so much God, but the, the issue really is around organised religion, I think, um, and the power structure that arrives within it, and that's not unique to religion. So I think that's the bigger problem is when we okay. give over our own power to these organizations like the Catholic Church or Islam. Um, and, and the difference with, with Islam is with, within within the ideology, it allows people to lie. And it, it, they're, they're two similar but very different religions and we're all terrified to have the conversation around it. Um, but I think that's what we need to get to the truth, the truth of, of the matter, like what good is religion? Um, can we prove there's a God? No, nobody can. It is essentially a matter of faith and, uh, and belief. Um, and we need to be able to talk about that and to learn how to talk about that from a very early age. So I'd be more concerned about the education system we have. We have a very old education system, which is the Prussian system, which was essentially invented to take people off the farmland and shove them into cities and get them used to the industrial world. Um, yeah. But beyond that now, and we have a case now where we have a state religion, which is essentially secularism in tandem with um, Christianity and Christianity is being pushed out of schools and that the secular state religion is what's there now and that's what people I think are worried about as well is okay well do we need Christianity for a moral framework 
Uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe we've grown beyond that. Um, is the state secular religion a better replacement? To my mind, no. Um, it, it's not. Okay. Uh, it would be counterproductive and would probably drive people back to um, the church. Then we have other issues because we, we see the rise of kind of uh, Christian nationalism at the moment and, and that causes problems as well further down the line. But I right. think... Well, those who take it too seriously always will cause problems. Morgan, I'm sorry to cut you a little bit short and I do apologise that we've got a little bit over time. But thank you to everybody, John and Madeline and Morgan and everybody else who got involved in the show. So many people, by the way, I could have filled four hours of that. It's an interesting topic, should we remove religion from schools? Thank you very much indeed for everybody supporting the show. Uh, lots of messages, by the way, coming in. Um, Hazel says, our dog died last year and my four-year-old was devastated. I decided to introduce the idea of heaven and God. It instantly eased his mind and gave him comfort. I realised then that it was religion and spirituality that had got me through some of the toughest times uh, as a child and teenager. It gave me hope. That is what is missing in today's society. I have since got my child christened. He is aware that it is a belief system and is entirely free to question it as he grows. Hmm. And let me say, Maureen says, no religion, especially in Catholic schools, must be kept. Uh, Catholicism is not an ideology, it's the truth. And as a proud Catholic, I'm not ashamed to say it. James says, absolutely, school uh, is supposed to be about education, not pushing religious nonsense. If parents want to brainwash their kids, then they can do so in their own time. All the more reason for Catholic shite to be banned from all schools. Sean said, would rather religious morals than this gender shite. Anyway, thank you to everybody. We've gone way over time today, as you can well see. And thank you to Maliki for coming on the start and clarifying that about the protests as well. I know a lot of people are interested in that. And um, thank you to some of the lovely texts, by the way, we've got in over the last 24 hours uh, saying that the other media don't cover the protests, and we always do. We always do, because I think it's fair to do that in a fair and balanced way. Uh, by the way, please support the show. Just a tiny story for you, in case you missed it yesterday. On Thursday night, we had a bit of a problem. Technically, we may not have had a show for you on Monday because on Thursday night we had a bit of a technical problem. We lost everything off our server. Thankfully, we had a backup on a small hard drive that we kept of all the shows that we've done over the last seven months. So you might have noticed when you went down to the website on Friday evening, everything had vanished. All the shows were gone. And that was because we lost everything. And I want to thank the tireless work, the three of us, by the way, um, who worked tirelessly till four o'clock in the morning to make sure all the shows were back up on the website. There's still maybe about 20 missing, by the way. We'll get them up over the, during the course of the next week or so. Uh, all the shows are back up on the website. Um, all the interviews are back up on the website. All the technical stuff here is all working again. Um, only because we stayed up till four o'clock in the morning, three nights in a row over the bank holiday weekend. <laughs> all three of us. And what's the thanks we get? We don't get paid. We don't get paid. And we covered the protests yesterday. We cover things the other media won't cover. We talk to you. We let you on the air to have your uncensored opinion. We do that to give you a platform. This platform is expanding every single month. The month of January, I can't show you that screen now, but if I could, I would. Uh, the month of January was our highest ever downloads. The month of December was the highest up to that point. November, the highest up to that point. It's going up every single month. So more and more of you are listening, more and more are getting that platform. We can't continue to do that without your financial support. We just can't because we don't get paid. And we, out of our own jobs, our full-time jobs, me on the radio and the other two as well working, we couldn't afford to be given our money every single day to pay for this, for the electricity, the cost of uploading, the cost of hosting, the cost of everything. It's just so expensive. But we want to keep providing it. 
at the moment we have some people subscribing we've had one or two donations as well to our website and that you know helps pay some of the bills it's just about covering the bills so please if you can subscribe to the website it makes it worth our while to do this every single day I implore you to do that Go to the website, nileboylan.com. That's nileboylan.com. For everybody who does, by the way, we have one of these mugs to give away. Every day we give away a mug randomly to somebody who has either subscribed or donated. If you don't want to subscribe on a monthly basis, you could just donate an individual amount. Anything from a fiver to five million. It's all on the website. Go to nileboylan.com and you'll see either subscribe or donate in the menu at the side if you're doing it on a mobile phone or on the top if you're doing it on the PC. So please do it and help us to continue to do what we're doing. We have a plan, as I said before Christmas, to make this bigger and better. We're going to do that. But we need your financial assistance. Things in life aren't free, unfortunately. I wish they were. Um, thank you for supporting us, for everybody who's already supported us. If you can't afford to, just tell a friend about the show, by the way. Just tell a friend about the show. Tell them how they can tune in, how they can listen. They can listen on Facebook, X and YouTube every day at 12 o'clock. So please support us to continue to give you this platform. Until then, have a great day. We'll be back again tomorrow at 12. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085 100 2255. The Niall Boylan podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms.